I by no means would define myself as claustrophobic, and I'm sure there are plenty of people who would say the exact same thing, that they wouldn't define themselves as claustrophobic, but I think the truth is when it comes to tight spaces, plenty of people get uncomfortable pretty quickly. Oh, yes. AJ and McCall on VFX. Now, I don't think you can call this a normal situation, but it's something in between like a special situation and an everyday situation. But when I stumble across a, the headline of an article that says, pro tip, don't take an elevator to the basement during a flash flood, I'm like, okay, sure. You click on the article. I don't know if you saw this, but in Omaha, there was a flash flood going on, and this couple decided that they were going to go see what it looked like down in the basement to get an idea of it. They got trapped in the elevator yeah. and had water up to their necks yeah. before they were rescued. That is like, drowning is one of... I'm, no, don't. I would not. Would not want to do. You know, I feel like, I, in this situation, never would I ever think. Oh yes, let's go down to the basement level. But if I were in this mind space of I want to see what the flash flood looks like, I would not be dry, f- taking an elevator down there. You want to know why? Electricity. That is a metal box. It's true. It was a metal box. It is a metal box. And if there's any sort of open current in an electrical situation right there, you're toast, man. Literally. Zippy zapped. Like, you know, for what it's worth, I don't do horror movies. No. I've seen most of the Saw movies, and he has all these elaborate traps, right, to torture people. Mm-hmm. Right there, basic one. Hard pass. Mm-mm. Like that. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm. Again, not claustrophobic whatsoever, but I don't think anyone's going to be sitting in a, an elevator with water starting to pour in during a flash flood and be like, this is fine. This is fine. <laughs> this is great. I'll I be love okay. It. No. I figured, uh, I figured when it comes to fires, you know, you're never supposed to use the elevator. Yes. So with water, why, why not I the same thing? So. I'm with you. I totally agree. How frankly, is that the move? Frankly, don't use elevators during any natural disaster. Earthquake. Tornado, yeah. Yeah. fire, water, yeah. zombies, just in case for whatever reason. Oh, dude, zombies, definitely not. Just feel like that should be just like general knowledge. Just rule it out. But that is legitimately terrifying. And I, it's funny, I, I think I, I saw something about this either. Uh, actually, I did. Earlier this week, Weather Channel had a picture. I'm assuming it's from the same thing. And it was like the picture was these people whose necks were almost, uh, or the water was up to their necks and their heads were just floating up above it. And I was like, no, nope, I'm not clicking on that. I don't want to see that. That's that's terrifying. I don't, I don't want to do it. Yeah. I'm not playing. Yeah. That's super scary. Mm. Mm. So this is just a reminder. Elevators, very finicky. Just think of it that way. Well, yeah, seriously. You know, you can't put, you can't put super a ton of weight in there either. So as soon as you start getting super a ton of weight with water, it's going to sink. I didn't even think about that. It's like, that's death box, man. I bet man. that didn't even cross their mind because then the, the, too much water gets the weight and then it snap and go down and then... Man, <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't really... It's not like it would snap and like drop anywhere because, you know, it's being contained with water. But, man, now I just got to write off going on an elevator, which sucks because I'm pretty sure that the hotel that we're going to be staying at is going to be like 57 floors up. And now we have to think about this. <sighs> Great. I know, right? Awesome. Hate it. Uh, speak, you know, fun fact, the water, more terrifying than ghosts. Uh, listeners sent us a, a message. Apparently they had a weird situation since we talk about ghosts all the time. Figured they'd ask our advice. Was it a ghost? AJ McCall at VFX. This message came in to us on our social media, Utah's VFX. Anytime you need help, shoot us one. Since AJ McCall, what do you think? My son texted me at 225 saying his bedroom door opened. Sorry, 225 a.m. 
just for reference. Okay. Uh, it says bedroom door was open. He didn't see anyone, but called out to me. Nobody was there. Oh, no. Then the dogs walked into his room. I went downstairs and looked around the house to make sure everything was okay. He said that it had to be a ghost. My son said it had to be a ghost. I closed his door to see if I could push it open, and I couldn't. Was it a ghost? Well, if you couldn't close it, there must have been something that, like, broke in it. I, it says I closed the door to see if I could push it open, and I couldn't. Is that what that means? Is that, like, your closet door where, like, it's really it's like jammed it gets or something? Or whatever? I don't know. That's uh, That's what it sounds like, right? I mean, if somebody like, I don't know if it, maybe you've got those. (sighs) Look, I'm not a hinge expert. Oh, I I think what he means is he closed it to see if he could push it without turning the handle. I think that's what he means. Okay. Because I was like, I don't understand what's going on, but it sounds like the door's going to fall off your hinges. I don't know. But. That's, uh, yes, it was a ghost. Sorry. I 225 is a very, same thing. yeah, 225 is very active. I mean, I just default at this point because we've had enough peculiar encounters or peculiar situations arise mm-hmm. and have talked enough with people in the Valley that have had their own paranormal experiences. I just kind of default to ghost anyway, but yeah, right. I, I think, I think ghost. Yeah. I guess the question would be, the follow-up would be, have have you noticed, is there anything unusual that is maybe, if you backtrack, thinking, okay, is there something that stood out that maybe I just wrote off as a whatever, is there more context now that you can add to it? But I say, yeah, ghost, because that sounds like McCall's thing, sort of, mm-hmm. where her closet door gets caught or whatever. Yeah, in uh, the old bedroom that we used to sleep in, yeah. uh, Dustin's little brother stays up there now, but there's the closet gets like, it gets stuck because of the way that the house settled because when we when we had to remodel the house we had to jack the whole house up like an inch and a half or an inch and I don't remember how much it was a lot okay so we had to jack the whole thing up but it ended up making the the door get stuck on itself so whenever Dustin left to go uh hunting he'd go on his his trips and it would open randomly in the middle of the night ghost Yogi my dog would panic over it and so I mean, if it's something similar to this, yeah, Def- ghost. definitely ghost, 100% ghost. You should, you should be vibing that one out. You should probably figure it out energetically. See if that, that, that's what it felt like. Uh, I can tell you when uh, you charge your friend 47 cents on Venmo, I, nobody needs to vibe that one out. The energy no. is too the Energy is terrible. Awful. Question is, what is the right Venmo policy? Because McCall and I try to work through it and it's uh Peculiar to say the least. It is amazing how much of a difference something little can be. For instance, it could be the exact amount you need to be the most petty person in the world. Perfect. A- AJ and McCall for the Automatrix Group debated eight. Of course, on TikTok, a video has gone viral because someone went out to eat with their friends. They paid, assumingly, because their friend Vinmoed them, but they sent a request for 47 extra cents as opposed to just their half. The reason why, and I quote, you had some of my fries at dinner. Okay, that's too much. Really? Yeah, that's too much. See, I understand if you were to Venmo them back because it was like, oh, hey, dinner was $5.47. Yes. And, oh, I Venmoed you $5. Like, no, give me the 47 cents. That's always my favorite is like if people send me to go on like a trip to go pick up stuff for them. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, it says that it's $12 or something. And they're like, oh, okay. And then they send me $12. And I'm like, yeah. So the price tag said is $12. But we do this thing like in America where there's like tax. 
So it's really like $15. So hang on a second. I completely agree because the, uh, to me, that's, if you're a decent person, you round up. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can pay the exact amount, which is totally fine. I'm not right. saying you should round up. I'm just saying if you're going to round, you either pay the exact amount or you round up. So if it's five forty-seven, you either pay six dollars, forty-seven, five fifty, five or six bucks, something like that. Yeah. Whatever it is, whatever your preference is for numbers, I got it. Yeah. Volume on the TV has to be at zero or even numbers. I'm with it. Mostly zeros and fives. I mean, sure, whatever, but okay. I'm with it. So the question is, what is the lowest amount of money you would Venmo somebody for? Because I think, like, if if someone had lent me a dollar, or sorry, sorry, if I had lent someone a dollar for like a vending machine, right, and they use it, I wouldn't Venmo for them for that. No. But if we went out to eat and we spent like two bucks and they got like a hot dog or some fries or whatever, I would Venmo for them for that. For some reason, I think the meal thing is different to me, right, than a single dollar. Like, like here's 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 like I can lend them two bucks. I wouldn't Venmo them that. We go out to a meal, I'd Venmo them for the meal. I don't know why. It could be the exact same amount, but that's what I would do. Oh, that's interesting. For uh, like for me, unless we're doing something really sarcastic and I'm like, oh, here's two cents. Like, <laughs> you know, just to be, hey, would you like Request my two, two cents? cents. Request I'm two sending cents. two cents to AJ right now. <laughs> no. The problem is, is that, you know, sometimes you get charged for it. So it's like 1.9% or something like oh, that. But, but I think the lowest amount that I've ever Venmoed somebody Mm. I go to like, there's a drink shack out by my house. Right. And I mean, it's like two bucks for a soda. So if I go get a soda by myself, I'll Venmo $2 for a soda. I, that's what I'm saying. Like that's if, it. If there's a purchase of goods, yeah. I'm into it. If I'm lending you, like if, for whatever reason, I happen in this weird alternate universe, I have cash on me. <laughs> and you're like, hey, can I, you got a buck. I got to get set. I'm not Venmoing you for that. No. I don't know why, but if if we went out and got a shake and like it was a buck forty seven, I'd probably Venmo you for that. I don't know why, but purchasing good as a restaurant, I'd be like, yeah. Here's a text message just came in. I think it should be ten dollars a minimum limit. If your friend buys you something small like a coffee or a drink, you just cover theirs next time. And if someone who never gets you back, then you just don't ever buy him anything again. True, fair, good, legitimate. I like I don't that. Have a problem with that? No, that's I'm a in. good. Uh, that's a, that's a good way to look at it because I think I do I do the same thing. Like most of the time I'm willing to buy people like drinks if they're, if they get there at the same time, if you don't get there at the same time, you're SOL. It's kind of a well, reward for you being on time. It's for you to now be prompt everywhere. Don't worry. Nobody ever is. It's a cheap policy to live, live by while also being a game show within reality. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a good policy to establish because whenever we get to do these work conferences, I always end up using, like I have Venmo. I'm not in the 21st century with it. I use it every once in a while. Normally, special occasions will transfer money among my family for like birthdays or something comes up or whatever. So I'll make like three to five Venmo uses a year. And then we do this work conference and I'll make it just that many this weekend. This weekend. So it was good to establish it. I was never going to charge someone 47 cents for eating (laughs) my fries or for anything in all honesty. Mm -mm. It's 47 freaking cents. Yep. But, you know, those people are out there. Counting every nickel and how many? All right, let's. This is the people too. Like you're like, all right, let's split the French fries. All right, one for you and one for me and two for you and two for me. Just the whole way. Oh gosh, I will tell you that we have a certain dream to get forward to. That honestly, as much as I laugh at the crazy stories of Florida, not I'm very interested to dive into. But first, don't want to rob anyone of their chance to win prizes. 
Stranger Bridge will live Florida not with AJ and McCaw VFX. Three headlines, please. Okay, so we got headline number one. A road rage fight ended with a missing nipple, as it does <laughs> in Florida or not. Why wouldn't it? Look at the purple nipple from H-E double hockey sticks. Heck. Story number two. <laughs> cops caught a burglar after he, you're, he left his motel room key behind. Ugh, idiot. I don't understand why people... This guy's name... Oh, I thought it said Kleenex. <laughs> <laughs> His name's Kellex, which ah, isn't better. so much better. Yeah, that it's really great. not not much better. His name is Kellex Moon, so you know letters got jumbled. That anyway, like an alib- like a not alib- a pen name. Mm, yeah, Kellex Moon. Don't worry, it wasn't because it was you know tied to his motel room key. That's crazy. And then story number three: someone stole a package off of a lady's porch. Surprise! There were nine tarantulas inside of it. That is a lot of big, 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 big spiders. Mm-hmm. There you go. Three crazy stories. That is so. Can you imagine? Like you just, just roll the dice. I would assume. I don't know. I've never stole anything off the porch, but you're just like, ah, I hope this is like a PlayStation. Strangulous. <laughs> it's, it's like the worst one. It's the worst thing you can get in porch pirate roulette. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, there is a lot of context I think we just need on these stories in general, except for two. Two clearly just yeah. an idiot. Yeah. Yes, you need more context on the loss of appendage. But look, when it's a fight or whatever, all's fair. Besides going for the no-no zone, my personal favorite is the double eye punch. Potentially double ear punch. Oh, no, no one expects missed. those. Eye obviously offers great strategy. Ears, nobody expects to be punched in the ear. No. Oh, no. Mm-mm. Stranger Bridgeland, Florida, not with AJ McCall on VFX. What about you, uh, Jane? What uh, unexpected body part are you aiming for? I don't know. <laughs> well, you know what? Next time you're fight, then don't blame me because you're not ready to punch whatever you need to cause a distraction. Three full stories, please. Okay, story number one. An off-duty cop got into a minor wreck on Sunday, and the other driver attacked him on the side of the road. Right, so this guy's just hanging out. The the cop's buddy, I guess, jumped in to help. The guy bit his nipple off. That is what? Like, why? Like, I, obviously, I had scientific questions about removing I'm, said nipple. No, I'm uh, terrible. This is awful. Why? Why? Why was mouth even there? I no, I have no idea. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Ugh. Terrible human being. There's story one. Story number two, some guy broke into a house on Monday, left his hotel motel key behind. He went in to the motel, used the key on his room. Guess what? Yes, he was inside. So he got to... Yeah. So he got to arrested. He stole a scooter, a skateboard, a weed eater, and got into a brief fight with the guy who lived there and then was like, yeah, back to my hotel. His name is Kellix Moon, K-E-L-I-X. I have decided, strictly from Florida not, if I do ever commit a crime, I won't. But if I do, just not going to take my wallet with me. Yeah. Too many people are foiled, like probably not even my cell phone either, are foiled because they leave like their wallet or phone behind. And then they're like, oh, oh well, that was an easy crime to solve. Cool call today. We'll pick them up and after Facebook here uh, tomorrow afternoon. It'll yep. be good. My, my favorite is when they end up leaving their ID behind. That's... Yeah, like hands why, down. Why was it loose? Like I maybe maybe IDs work that way because whenever I need it, it's impossible to get out. Yeah, but maybe in that case, it's just like whoop, karma. And then story number three: someone stole a package off of a lady's porch. They didn't realize oh, nine tarantulas inside. <laughs> I, I don't know what you would even do with that. You open that box Panic. up, you immediately got to start screaming. I mean. 
seriously, they don't have any suspects so far. I just, I really think that if they had any, they it would be someone running down the street just screaming randomly. Yeah, well, the other the other thing is you got to be careful there because if you freak out and you tip the box over, now you've set nine tarantulas free. Yeah. And that's terrifying because mm-hmm. that doesn't need to happen. Look, I'm not saying kill them because no. I don't like them or whatever, but uh, you know, I don't want I don't want extra tarantulas running around. I think that's fair. Yeah. So there you go. Three crazy stories. <laughs> uh, Jane, story one, two, or three. What do you think? I'm gonna go with two. You like two? Yeah. The, to me, still, still, by far the stupidest. I have questions about story number one because, again, you know, in panic, you know, I guess it just happens in a fight. You do what you got to do. But how did Mouth get in said Nurple region? And then three, while it is a criminal, is just hilarious because of what he got. Because who wouldn't panic when they got the tarantulas? Whereas two is just flat out like from the get go. You're like, yeah, this guy's the biggest idiot. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm gonna call. Is it story number two? It is. Congratulations. Yay! We've got you hooked up and qualified for the Logan Lane's gift card. We'll be giving away at the end of the month. Hang on the line. We'll grab some info from you. Oh, cool. <laughs> As added incentive that nobody knew about but me, McCall said one of these stories is from Chicago, which FYI is where McCall and I are going for our work conference. And that yeah. would be story number one, which does not give me a uh, mm. great feeling. Mm. I don't either, but the fact that there could have potentially been nine more tarantulas in Chicago, which I feel like there's none. I feel like there's no tarantulas. Uh, Zero to nine is a big percentage jump. I'll I'll tell you right now, AJ, there are more tarantulas around you than you realize. Oh, I I do. Ignorance is bliss on this one. I don't know how many it is, but it's too many, but I don't want to (laughs) know. All over the mountains, man. I just don't want to know. There's some. I don't want to talk about it. Stranger Virgil in Florida now. Congratulations. Jane wins on VFX. Not done, though, because McCall has started conversation about a dream that she had, which, of course, got analyzed because it is peculiar in, peculiar in its own right. What the heck do what, did you say? Eaten or rotten? Eaten. Eaten. I feel like that's better than rotten. All yeah, right, it see, is. We've already put a silver lining on it. It Eaten is. strawberries mean? I would be a terrible dream analyst, consultant. I don't know if it's a job. Words. AJ McCall VFX because I only remember the really peculiar dreams and I would gloss over, I feel like, tiny details, which apparently are super important in dreams. Yeah. Because McCall had a dream about strawberries. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. I'm like, let's get, get to the part where the <laughs> zombies show up or you battle tarantulas that are the size of skyscrapers. That's the part <laughs> I want to talk about. But that's the thing, though, is that the strawberries are a very crucial detail, apparently. Yeah, so I don't remember what the rest of my... I don't remember what happened in my dream. I don't. I just remember... Waking up, distinctly remembering, okay, there were, like, eaten strawberries all over. Like, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't like the whole room was full of eaten strawberries or anything, but there were probably, I don't know, 20? It's a significant amount of strawberries. Yeah, I thought so. When you say eaten, did they, like, were they cut? Did they, no. did they leave the top part? Like yes, so the little, the top part was left. Rude. You don't eat the green stuff. I agree, but leaving that behind is rude. No, because otherwise I wouldn't have known. I wouldn't have known that there were left behind strawberries. What if in this dream there was stuff in the trash can, like eating oranges, and there were peels in there, but they just decided not to throw the strawberries away? I don't know. I think that would probably mean uh, something worse, almost throwing away. So here's here's what I what I ended up coming down with. There's a lot of coming down with. I shouldn't coming up with. That should be better. Um, Strawberries are like your desires, your passions, your uh, very symbolistic of like love, beauty, 
passion, desires, et cetera, right? So if you're picking strawberries, I guess it means that you're like working diligently or whatever, but like eating strawberries is very much representative of the fruits of your labor, basically indulging in the fruits of your labor. So plans are in the process and realization or whatever of having like an obvious outcome. Something that I think is really cool, but as as I said, if the tops of them were thrown in the garbage, I don't think that would be nearly as uh, good because it would be more so a representation of just throwing away after your desires are realized rather than spreading them because they were all over the place. It wasn't just all in one area. It was everywhere. That's why dreams are weird. I'm like, that's bad manners, but it means it's no, good. No, it makes it so much... In this in this setting, it makes a ton of sense for things that are going on for my life. So, the funny thing is, I just associate strawberries with summer because they're in season. Yeah, I'm like, oh, okay. Well, summer's coming to a close, which yeah, it is. But why would you be dreaming that? So yeah, it makes more sense to have more context that way. Yeah, look at that. We already got dream analysis. We got Bo- uh, we've got paranormal with someone deaf, confidently. Confident from the AJ McCall show dealing with a ghost. Mm-hmm. Not quite done. Visit strangerbridgeland.com to become a vendor. That's strangerbridgeland.com. Not quite done with the paranormal, nah. the extracurricular in terms of uh, reality, because someone decided Bigfoot is necessary for a little kid's birthday party. <laughs> Who decided this? I don't know, but I think I would recommend that one being a bad parent. Yeah. No one says, let's play hide and seek with Bigfoot. Nah. He could eat people. It's true. Look, when it comes to tra- traumatically scarring your children, I have a partner who has got some stories. That being said, I, I want to reiterate AJ and McCall at VFX. My stepmom is from Oklahoma, and maybe we just never worked our way around to the Bigfoot conversation. But if, for those who don't remember, they they tried to pass that bill, right, for a hunting right. hunting tags. Go get tags as a town, for, as a for holiday. Bigfoot. Yeah. yeah. I just don't ever remember anyone ever in my life associating Oklahoma with Bigfoot. No. I just really want to reiterate that because the story comes from Oklahoma because, you know, what better than a sixth birthday party to be mentally scarred? Yeah. Because mom decided that she wanted to hire a Mrs. Bigfoot to sneak into the party. I want to see what it looks like. Mrs. Bigfoot. Unsurprisingly, did not go well. Kids screamed, kids cried, kids ran, apparently eventually warmed up to it after the Bigfoot came into the house, which is a terrifying sentence in its own right. Yeah. And then she said, but and I quote, they never want to see her again. Yeah. Why was this the idea? That's fair. I'm Look, there's a video. I'm going to watch it. I got to turn down the volume, though, to make sure that I don't, because uh, I don't know what words are going to be said. This is something that, like... Clowns at birthday parties are another one. You know, are we are we just transitioning because everyone has collectively agreed we don't like clowns? By the way, I realize this because this meme pops up all the time. Speaking of clowns, we never got a conclusion to why mysterious clowns just start showing up in places. What was that, 2012 or what it was? Or 15? Mm, whatever 15, it was. 15, yeah. I was in college. It was terrifying. Dude, there's like... Never got a conclusion. Okay, there's one... Oh, I, I guess it's just shadows. Oh, look, she's waving... Okay, mom's explaining what's going on. Oh my gosh, that is a terrified child. I have never seen a child run faster in my life. Poor kid. This was never going to go well. No. How did nobody talk this mom out of it? Dude, she was hiding under a table. That's terrifying. And she's just screaming. It's Bigfoot! Screaming and screaming. All of the other kids are also crying. 
What did we expect was going to happen? I I say we collectively. I agree. I collectively agree with you that this was a terrible idea. If I was a parent, I'd be upset about this. Like, what did you think? The dad went over and hugged Mrs. Bigfoot to say, look, it's okay. She says, no, it's still not okay. <sighs> Stop hugging the monster, dad. <laughs> Would have been a bad time for the Bigfoot to not read the room and there's like, oh, oh. oh no, I'm going to get you. <laughs> that would have been the end of- but yeah, you know, nothing says six birth- six-year-old birthday party like mentally scarring your kid for life. You know, I think back to my sixth birthday and I think we went to McDonald's because I wanted to like work there because I thought it was magic. I did. I was like, wow, you could come play in the play place all the time. I hear you. I got one of those little, uh, this, this spinning fairy ones, doll things, you know, that you like pulled it and it just flew up into the air. Yeah. I got one of those. Hey, guess what? Not mentally scarred. I went mini golfing. You know, it wasn't there. Bigfoot. You know, who's happy about that is 32 years old right now. Me. Yeah. As you should be. Stupid. Stupid. McCall talks all the time about how she wishes she had an assistant. The question would be, would you love a perfect doppelganger? So if push came to shove, you had someone to sub in, or would many hands make light work? But it was obvious that Jay were not getting your full attention. Mm. Everyone wouldn't object to a free pair of hands. The question is, do you want a perfect substitute in case you're like, all right, T. Or do many hands make light work? AJ and McCall at VFX. Would you rather Wednesday? Would you rather have a perfectly sized, identical in every way clone or five half-sized clones? Hmm. I mean, if you were to do the math, five half-sized clones equals two and a half of you. It's funny that you say that because that's how I thought about it too. (laughs) Uh, yeah, you know, I got to go with that one. I mean, I was trying to to justify myself out of it, but I I can't. I can't. See, and that was what I thought initially would be my answer too, because many hands make light work. So you could put five half side clones to work doing a lot of things, whether it was chores, running mm-hmm. errands, whatever it is. But then I thought, okay, so you you could potentially. It depends on on the workplace, I suppose. You could send them in if you're like, look, I just I need a, a min- mental health day. You go cover for me. Maybe it would be okay, but people would know it wasn't actually you. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you had the perfectly sized clone, granted, now just two a pair of hands as opposed to five pair of hands. But if you were like, you know what, just go do the thing for me because I just need a day. No one would know. No. Well, truth, of the, truth of the matter is you don't need like your whole being. Um, but... If you look at it in the expenditure of your energy, right, you don't need to put out an entire you-size energy towards whatever the task is. I need to clean my kitchen. Oh, uh, all of me yeah, needs I to do it. Agree. It's like, I completely no, agree. I completely agree. All of me does not need yeah, to do totally. it. If I could just have, like, one of the clones or whatever go do it, oh, man. That would be so nice. So nice. I could get so many videos edited. So many things done. Five. Done. Five. Done. Talk yourself into. I'm taking. I'm taking the perfectly sized clone because I want the option to doppelganger my way out of whatever I need to. Because I'm sure. I'm sure I could find stuff to do if I had five half size me's. But I just. I think that one would make things so much easier, and I would be good. I would be good with one extra pair of hands. Be great. Yeah. 
So, would you rather have a perfectly sized identical clone or five half-sized clones? And if you do the basic math, I don't know if that actually works as math, but I, I did the same thing that McCall did too. I was like, well, if you add up, basically, that's one versus two and a half. So, but I do think the ability to swap is the added bonus of just picking the one. Yeah. Thermo Fisher polled the day, Utah's VFX on our Instagram. I have a just apparently ever long struggle with hair gel. And the comment our owner made the other day sealed it. And I'm so mad at myself because I wandered up and down the aisle and I thought, no, this is the one I want. I trust it. It's going to be good. I was like, I can't find it. All right, I'll try this one. It's new. No, never do that. Never bail on a product you know works. No. AJ McCall at VFX. I have had issues with hair gel before, but you would think I would learn my lesson because I go to say I have like two specific ones I really like, but for whatever reason, kind of feels a little bit conspiracy theory. I'm going to be honest. It feels like they're out to get me, but they just magically disappear at times from stores when I need to go get them. Right. So then I walk up and down the aisle and then I pick one and I have picked the wrong one. And I know that because it just has this effect where like my hair always looks, honestly, I would say greasy when I use it. It just never seems to dry, and that seems counterintuitive as a hair gel. Like, it's supposed to dry and hold, right? Right. And I know that I got the wrong choice because the other day I didn't have it in, and I went to talk to our owner, and he said, you did something with your hair. It looks nice. I was like, I need a haircut. I don't know what you're talking about. I was like, well, that solved it. The hair gel's terrible because I just didn't do anything with it. It just was there. Right. So I 100% grabbed the wrong thing. Just... Don't don't bail on a product that's working. Don't take your chances. It's fine. You trust it, it works. That's a big problem for me with like makeup. I've been using the same kind of makeup for like years. If it works, it works. And so going in trying to find a brand new product sucks. It's awful. I agree with you because the, the, the thing is, I feel like as a dude specifically, in all honesty, when it comes to bathroom stuff. They're interchangeable. Oh, Don't be wrong. There's yes. definitely been some body washes that I feel leave a film. I probably should remember what they are, but you know, more often it's like a 99% hit rate. So I'm like, whatever, just on to the next one. Yeah, it's fine because you end up finding a body wash that doubles as a conditioner, a face wash, a, you know, yeah. shaving cream. It's, it's all, of, all of the above. It's incredible. Honesty, it's kind of the same thing with deodorant. Yeah. I, I mean, I prefer the gel or the white one, but it's interchangeable. But this just, No. It's just not the case. I don't know what I would do if it was that specific. Like, we talk about women's clothing fa- fairly regularly. It's I don't awful. know how you do that. Yeah. Because it's the me same either. thing. Like, just shirt, whatever. Shirt, it's a large, cool. It's going to be a large. Nope, it's not. I was going to say, I wouldn't be able to handle it. My head would explode. Yeah. It's uh, it's not great. I'll, I'll speak that from personal experience. I literally was having this conversation yesterday with Dustin's little brother because we're talking about flying out. And I said I would like to do a carry-on, but the problem with doing a carry-on is then you got to, you know, deal with all of the the, the liquid restrictions and rule. whatever. And no. Caden, he's, bless him, he's like, well, how much freaking makeup are you bringing? And I was like, well, that's not the thing. The thing is, is that there's liquid in the containers and it has to be less than. And he's like, oh, right, 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 gotcha. He's like, well, why don't you just buy new stuff when you're there? <laughs> All right. Uh, no. Bella has no understanding of what. <laughs> I said it was $45 for foundation. He about like died one, in the one, chair. One makeup, please. Ah, ah, ah. $45. Yes. <laughs> it was fun. It was a fun conversation. I'm sure that was quite an eye opener for that fella. It was. I mean, 
Poor Good Josh. Kid. Just wait till you get a conversation about, well, really anything women buy. I was going to say bras <laughs> next, but I no. mean, really anything women Dude, buy. It was hilarious because I was telling him about buying foundation. And he's like, okay. He's like, so that's like that contour or something. And I was like, no, contour's contour. Foundation's foundation. And then you get concealer to put it right here. And he's like, why? Doesn't the foundation cover it? <laughs> no. Man, look, you gotta you gotta do it in small doses. You gotta do it in small doses, otherwise he's gonna retain nothing. No, you're just gonna hit the the set like when it's as a guy, you gotta consume it gradually. Otherwise, you're just gonna hit the thing on his brain where his brain's like, all right, dump it. We're not paying attention. Yep, that's we. I think we hit that as soon as as soon as he found out that foundation and contour were two different things. He was like. What? <laughs> just gives you a look on his face and all you, all that's going on in his head is you just hear you hear the high pitched noise. You just hear That's exactly what happens. His brain decides to run the EAS test while you're yep. doing that whole conversation. But you know what? Let's get this out of the way now. We're not gonna miss anything. Yep. Poor kid. <laughs> Sorry, Caden. It made your brain explode last night. True. My bad. With the short week, Parknark is actually going to be extended to next week because it's not fair to not have a valid uh, voting window open mm-hmm. and then give everybody a chance as well to collect more Parknark nominees. We don't want to shortchange anybody. So make sure that you go to Utah's VFX. It is pinned to the top of our Facebook page. Vote. Please. Vote, and then we'll get some last-minute shots off before we leave town. Make sure to do your Democratic duty. We just had the... the, uh, Local elections. That. Correct. That is the phrase that is so difficult to remember. Yes. AJ McCaw at VFX continued to do so by voting for Park Dorks because... To me, like, don't be wrong. Local elections are they're very important, very, very, very important. No, no, no. Important, and you should vote. But also, like, when you don't get to like, you shouldn't publicly shame people unless they did something like really, really dumb. Right. Park narcs, you get to vent a little bit and be like, oh my gosh, these people. Yeah. Like the truck buddies, nominee number one. Truck buddies. Can't decide. Does it make it less bad that two people did it, or more bad? More More bad. Mm -hmm. It's like. Okay, so they decided they're going to take up three spots because they're buddies, but you know how it is with trucks. You know, they don't want to want people thinking anything. So there's a little bit of space between the two of them as they each kind of have their back tires in one parking spot and their front tires in another parking spot. (sighs) Fellas, so close. You guys can be, you guys could have just taken the two spots and left one in the middle of you if you didn't want to be that close. Like you want to be friends, but you want people thinking weird things about it. You would have been fine. Yeah. Nominee number two with a car so versatile, I could fit in a space like this. And this one cracks me up because the first two, there's a pair in each of these. The first two just park incorrectly. So it almost says like they're best friends or brothers. This one is definitely siblings because the one that's in the in the foreground of the picture looks like it's tattling on the SUV that's taking up two spots and also has its nose out in the driveway. But it's also hilarious because it looks like it's not even pulled up far enough. So it's butt end mm-hmm. is out as well. So it just reminds me of any of the scenarios in a movie or a book or a television show or whatever where one sibling tattles and think they got him and the parent's like, well, you weren't supposed to be out of bed either. Both in trouble. How dare you? <laughs> this one, dude, this one did it. They did it instead. I said, no, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> Which one is the most annoying? The one that... Uh, Gets out in the way of the driveway, so you're really annoyed by the fact that oh, I gotta go around this jerk. You have no idea how you can't take up any of the parking spots either because they've just inconveniently massively found a way to take up at least three in the second nominee. They've definitely taken up three in the first nominee, those truck buddies. Whatever one annoys you the most, comment Utah's VFX, pin to the top of our Facebook page. And if you see terrible parking, make sure you submit your nominee. You will be regarded as a, I don't wanna go as far as to say hero, that's superfluous, a great public servant.
for doing a good deed in Cash Valley and with a chance to win prizes. Rewarded for your good deeds. Yeah. Utah's VFX all social media. How long can you hold on to spite? One celebrity has put that man. He has set the bar high in terms of holding on to spite. And speaking of money, you had a bag with $25,000 in it. Wouldn't you know where that bag is like constantly at all times? You should. I would think so. Some family decided, nah, it's fine. We'll figure it out. It's always easy to spend money that's not yours. Yeah, it is. AJ and McCall for the Automatrix Group debated eight on VFX. So keep that in mind because I would never tell anyone how to spend their money. But man, the bar has been set high Ooh. for how to hold a grudge. Okay. This one I thought was super interesting. Uh, director Quentin Tarantino was recently interviewed and he said that he has not given a dime to his mom for misfortune. And the reason why, he said that when he was little, he got criticized for trying to write screenplays. He said specifically he's supposed to be doing schoolwork and he needed to ditch his, quote, little writing career. And she used finger quotes for that phrase. Ooh. He said at that moment, he vowed that if he ever became a success, she wouldn't see a penny from it. Wow. No house for you, no vacation for you, no Elvis Cadillac for mommy. You get nothing because you said that, his exact quote. Apparently, he did help his mom out of a jam once with the IRS, but that is it. Again, it's easy to spend money that's not yours. It's easy to judge without being there. That being said, as someone who has functioned or at least did for a very long time off of anger towards family over certain things, I am astonished yeah. that someone could hold a grudge that, that long. long. That's a long time. I mean, Quentin Tarantino is not a young child either. No. He's, he is not young. He is an odd duck. Creative odd duck. That is definitely true. There's but no one denying that. Very, uh, very interesting to see how people uh, hold grudges for for years and years and years. Um, I'm not going to say whether he's right or wrong. You know, I feel like your emotions need to be validated. And I feel like with the amount of money that he's made, he's probably gone to enough. Well, maybe he hasn't. Maybe he hasn't gone to any therapy. I don't know. His quote was, there are consequences for your words as you deal with children. True. Remember, there are consequences for your sarcastic tone about what's meaningful to them. Correct. And I agree. And the, the onus, as McCall put it, is not solely on him. I'm not saying you have to forgive and forget. No. However, having not heard the interview, reading the comments is something that resonated personally with me. It still comes across as someone who has a lot of a Baggage. lot of anger. No, just a lot oh. of anger still in those words. I can understand still feeling that way, but making peace. And it doesn't feel like he made peace. No. And that is, des- I think, mentally detrimental to you as a whole. And it's, he used it to fuel himself. And I get that. I understand that. We use drives all the time. There, I, you know, My last job in radio, I think the, the CEO said some unkind things about me, about a situation that he chose not to understand and let me go. And I feel they use me for, I use that for fuel a lot, especially when I got here. But then ultimately, you're just like, what? I'm just live well. I don't care. Yes. Whatever. He was wrong. That's fine. I'm moving past it. And I think what's astonishing to me is I'm not saying he has to give the money and it's not on him just to forgive. I, you know, obviously, I don't think that it just goes off that way and the mom's like, everything's fine. Like, there's obviously nothing wrong. He clearly, there's, there's going to be key indicators, I think, that he is relationship wise not happy with something no i think that there needs to be uh in this situation obviously it sounds very much again it's easy to be able to outside looking in type of situation but it sounds like there's a lot of uh forgiveness that needs to be happening but there's also apologies that need to happen on the mom's perspective of things too because if those things you know those things are not helpful like no. if if you don't feel support from your maternal figure and you don't feel support in that 
sense of things and then they only are around for the attention of it all the money of it all and now they come come out of the woodwork to like make themselves known like yeah I was totally supported the whole time and then you've never apologized for those things big yikes yeah as someone who has dealt with mentally and emotionally abusive family members I like to remind everybody it doesn't matter what anybody's relationship to you is toxic is toxic yes there's this I think overarching view that uh you know you just got to try and figure out and make it work in the name of family Mm-mm. and i think there's a certain leniency in regards to family but you can choose your friends you can't choose your family toxic is toxic you don't have to subject yourself to mental torture or mental anguish or mental whatever detriment just because someone is blood related to you so i get it. i'm not saying that he's 100 percent wrong either it just astonishes me that i feel like there's so much anger still behind those words that he is 58 years old mm-hmm Make Lots peace of- with it, at least on your end. Yes. Carrying it is not good for you. Uh, speaking of money, look, am I ever going to have just a random sack of cash that's worth $25,000 lying around? Probably not. I never have $2 lying around. But if I did, I could tell you this, McCall. I'm not saying I would necessarily put low jack on the thing, <laughs> but I might figure out a way to put it on my app and be like, where's it at? Okay, it's still in my room. Wouldn't you keep track of $25,000 if you had it in your house? Yeah. How did it end up in the dump then? When you see those infomercials where they literally show you throwing out cash or putting it down a drain or setting on fire, those aren't things to be emulated. Those are bad. Yeah. AJ and McCall for the Automations Group debated eight on VFX. Just imagine this. You're wandering down the street okay. and you find $100. Sweet. That goes into whatever you put, your purse, your wallet, your pocket, wherever. I'm pretty positive, even at that small of an amount in terms of the overall grand scheme of money, you're keeping an eye on that until you're able to get it, whatever, spend it, put it in the bank, whatever you're going to do with it, right? Well, I mean, absolutely. I ended up finding a dollar at a fishing dock once, and I put it in my wallet, and it's still there because I was like, oh, good omen. Better keep it. There you go. I'm with it. So, you know, I get forgetting five to ten bucks. You go in your jacket. You know, it starts to get cooler. Maybe at night you put it on a jacket. You're like, oh, my gosh, $20. That's $20. $25,000 was thrown away in Ohio. That's a lot. Now, this is a feel-good story because the people that found it, an envelope of cash, uh-huh. were nice enough to figure out who it belonged to, and they returned it. That is amazing cool. because that is Not what a lot of people free. would do. <laughs> that's, a, that's an envelope full of cash. Anybody yeah. be like, oh, well. Ugh. Oh, darn it. I guess. No name on this one. Mine. So, of course, the obvious question is, who throws away $25,000? How do you just like, I don't know if you just accidentally did it. I mean, obviously you'd think. Here's but- what happened. Apparently they decided to do some late spring cleaning apparently and they were cleaning out stuff. <laughs> and I think you could attest to this because I have a they- grandma that does this too. They were cleaning out an old freezer. Yeah. Okay. People do that. Yep. People stuff yeah, see, see, cash see, in the freezer. Yep. I don't know it for a fact. I wouldn't do it. But there, are, it's it's fascinating to me how many times these kinds of stories. Was it in a corn dog box? It just says it was an envelope. I don't know where oh. the envelope was stashed, which raises another question. One, it had to be a big envelope, right? It's not no. like your normal letter-sized envelope. For $25,000? Yeah. It's really, like, $25,000, you're looking at, like, this much. Okay, but it's still- It's really you, not, like, super if you thick, that, but it's not, like- You have I, some questions. <laughs> well, I would assume that they probably had it, like, stuffed inside of, like, usually when it comes to these kinds of stories, they have them stuffed inside of, like- a Pop-Tarts box or a frozen, like, it, toaster it strudels not, box. So, 
It does not say. I'll so defer to you. I would assume I would assume that that's where it is because I can't imagine them just opening up a freezer and being like, ah, an envelope garbage. Like it would have to be like, Trash. oh man, these these yeah. corn dogs have to be super freezer burned by now, so we're just gonna throw them away. Maybe, maybe that is the case. Anyway, it was an envelope full of cash. The, this quote cracks me up. So the envelope full of twenty five thousand dollars got thrown away. And the grandma apparently wandered in and said, hey, there's an envelope with $25,000 in there. Don't lose that. And one of the family members helping said, grandma, I already lost that. It's in the garbage. <laughs> I don't know if you can like backhand your uh, yes. lower I'm- family and to meet their ancestors, but I think that was about that point. Just pop. I'm pretty sure you could. I mean, good Dude, God. That's a lot. The, the thing is, is like... I could see it as the way that I clean. I start going through and organizing stuff. And as I'm going through and organizing stuff, I start off very meticulous. And I start off very much, we'll keep this. Oh, I better keep this because it has memories attached to it. And then we go downhill very quickly and everything gets thrown away because I'm done. I, I totally I under, I totally get that. Mm-hmm. I get that. It, it's just the fact that... Uh, maybe they didn't tell grandma. They probably didn't tell grandma. But like, why is twenty five thousand dollars lying around? Uh, why, like, why did it get thrown in the trash? Why did grandma not come up sooner? Why is twenty five thousand dollars just lying around? Why is it in a freezer? Because you gotta keep it safe. Freezer assets. Yes, that's it. I find twenty dollars anytime today. I will remember that that is in my wallet till I get to the bank. Twenty five thousand dollars. I that is under lock and key constantly. I've got an app tracking that to make sure the safe hadn't disappeared. Ridiculous. I'm glad they got their money back. I'm glad they got their money back. Now be more responsible. <laughs> Hopefully you didn't miss out on VFX's reverse Facebook roulette because you could have won VIP tickets for Browns Amusements. That's going on with the county Cash County Fair and Rodeo. Yeah. VIP passes. AJ and McCall at VFX. The requirement was to like, comment, and share. And the comment was what your favorite part of the carnival fair, whatever you want to call it, would be. And you know what the overall prevailing answer was? Hmm. Food. Well, yeah. Fair food is delicious, dude. You get a funnel cake up in my face, we're we're here. Which raises an interesting question for me. So think about, so here in Utah, right, you got you got just soda shacks. There's a popcorn place that I have bowed with because I don't like popcorn. We've gone toe-to-toe on Facebook, right? So you've got those places that have apparently been successful. I just say apparently because they're still around. Mm-hmm. I'm not judging one way or the other, but they've been successful just operating on that minute of a niche, right? Yeah. Would a fair food snack stand work, or is it the mindset that you're like, well, we're going to the fair, so like it's like the calories don't count kind of thing, or this is a special occasion, so I don't have to worry about it? I think if, I think if it's a fair food-specific traveling snack stand, it would traveling. work. Traveling, so like a food truck then. Yeah. I think it would work because then it's like, oh my gosh, because you see some of the food trucks that come into town here. No, that's fair. And they have lines for days. No, you're right. It probably should be a food truck. A brick and mortar would seem less, I don't know, atmosphere for it. Mm-hmm. If it's traveling, it's still kind of got that same feeling. Uh-huh. I'm just saying, if no one's come, ow, no one's come up with just this idea, that? just elbowed the desk. Oh. Uh, I want in dibs, trademark, copyright, whatever. I want in on this project because so many people, like that's the prevailing answer. Out of all the comments we got, like 90% of them said their favorite part, at least one of two favorite parts is the food. Mm-hmm. That being said, they were nice enough to comment because we have four pairs of tickets to give out. So congratulations to Erica Smart 
Megan Stoker, Morgan Allen, and Kimberly Basquez. Congratulations, all four of you get a pair of the VIP passes, and you get to enjoy the rides, the foods, the making family memories, whatever you look forward to most. Hope you enjoy. Yeah. And somebody get at me or us about that food truck. Because I've never seen one. I, I Maybe I missed it, but I tell me if I'm wrong. Has anybody seen a fair food food truck? Specifically fair foods. I like fair foods. That's what I'm saying. No, so you good. haven't. Mm-hmm. VFX's Facebook Roulette. Congratulations again to our reverse Facebook winners. Now, today we go back to liking, commenting, and sharing your post. Hoping for something inspirational, funny, or combination of all of the above. McCall, what do you got? I landed on my friend Summer's post. It says, so apparently I have an attitude, question mark. Uh, I landed on all my nerd friends. Her, DM me later. Me, okay, later. Me, sends her message. Your party, weary from your travels, gather at the tavern in the hamlet of Oakwood. A friendly barkeep serves drinks to the townsfolk as a traveling bar takes the stage. Go ahead and introduce your character. Oh, gosh. I tell you what, I have never played uh, Dungeons & Dragons. And I admit, in high school, early college, I was like, ah, that's too nerdy even for me. And I'm, by textbook definition, at least some semblance of a nerd. TikTok has made it sound so fun. So if you have a D&D party and you could bear me being ignorant and stupid, I would love to tag along because like, it has sounded so fun on TikTok and now I really want to try it. Dude, I think it sounds great. I couldn't get into it just because I don't know how. But You just have to be willing to learn. Yeah. You can win. The AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor, find and add us across all social media, just like AJ and McCall and Utah's VFX. Make sure to vote for Parknarks this uh, short week from McCall and I, so Parknarks continues into next week, FYI. So still get your vote in, still get your nominees in, going to continue to build up winners for most annoying parking spot in Cache Valley. Yeah. So, of course, we can have a great tournament at the end of the year. Otherwise, be safe. Um Enjoy your weekend when it gets here. Yeah. And wish us well because I think we tempted fate a little bit talking about planes, talking about elevators, talking about hotels, ghosts, all of that. But, mm-hmm. you know, what's life without a little risk? So until Monday for the AJ and McCall show. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. Thanks for listening to VFX.